Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Slim Society Show. My name is Connor Rhodes, your host as always, and today's podcast is about to be, well, literally just about to start, it's going to be a conversation between myself and the great and powerful, the one and only, Lynn Robertson. She's both a Slum Society member on her own journey like others, and she's also a Slum Society supporting coach. And we've done many podcasts together, many of which are some of the most listened to and the most loved episodes of this show here. And hopefully this is about to be another. This is just, as far as I'm aware, a catch-up call between myself and Lynn to see what she's been up to, how she's dealt with Christmas, how she's dealt with the new year, how did her goals go for last year and what are we looking forward to and what are we aiming for going forward in 2022. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's jump straight into it and let's get Lynn on the line and let's see how she is. There you are. Is that, I'm here. I look right, but never mind. It's okay because this podcast is going to be on audio only. Well, hey, <laughs> so it maketh no difference. How are you, my dear? Well, I know that I'm not going out today, except following our um, training session with you this morning, we've been motivated to go for a walk, actually. So we are going to go for a walk, but for going for a walk, for me, doesn't mean I actually have to get that dressed up. So I've decided to, um, I did change my top, as you'll notice from this morning, but. Um, but no, no, no makeup, hair a bit of a mess, but you know. I think anyway. you look lovely. My hair's <laughs> also a bit of a mess and I'm also not wearing any makeup. So I think we're even Stevens. <laughs> Here aren't we? We're even Stevens. Nice to see your motivation and momentum compounding because yes, we did a personal training session this morning, didn't we? Yeah, it was good. Well, Steve, Steve really enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed it, but Steve really enjoyed it. Yeah. <sighs> That's excellent. That is excellent. Um, yeah. I'm, always, I'm always impressed by both of you. I know we're, all, we're only on session two. after, And this will be great to talk about on the podcast as well, because you've gone through every podcast saying, oh, I don't like exercise. Oh, I'm not doing anything like that. And now here we are. I've broken you down eventually. I know. <laughs> I want to talk about. I've got a little list of things I want to talk about. So, yeah. Oh, wanna... have you? That's so Yeah, cute. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's so cute. Um, what do you want to do then? Do you want to just go from the top of the list, or how would you like to proceed? Yeah, well, what I wanted the, the reason I wanted to do this is because I really, really enjoyed doing all the podcasts that I did with you. Um, when last year, year before mm-hmm. last year, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did loads of podcasts, and you know, I never really knew whether they did anybody else any good, but I know that they did me good. And, you know, subsequently, I think you've said that some other people got something out of them. And I think on some of the um, Zoom meetings, people have said that they've enjoyed them. So I thought, well, I've not done one for ages. And as I seem to remember, and I can't remember when it was, I've been trying to think, but I was thinking that the last one, I think, the one that I did with you last, was talking about my epic year that was coming up when um, (laughs) I was going to be six day and I was having my 40th wedding anniversary. Right. And the lockdown had lifted. So three major, major things in my life. Um, and I'd got so many things organised. And I think what I was saying to you was, um, I've got an aim for the end of the year. And the aim for the end of the, the year is to maintain. And this was something like May time or something. And I was what I was trying to say is to people hearing that, they might think, how can you be part of a you know dieting, slimming, whatever group? 
and aim to maintain in the next six months because that seems a bit of a um, an odd thing to do because presumably most people join because they want to lose weight or get fitter, healthier, whatever. But and I knew that about I'd... just keeping it exactly if you if you yeah. stayed level for the rest of the year and you just literally maintained what current body weight you were at, you'd be happy with that. Yeah, yeah. That, exactly. So I remember saying to you, you know, I would be absolutely over the moon if I got to the end of the year and I was the same weight as I am now. And I, I've got in my head that that was around May time or something, um, thinking that surely it would be possible to do that. Um, but what I wanted to do is I wanted to come on to say that I've not managed to do that, but, but I wanted to talk about it in a realistic but positive way that's what i was trying to trying to say and and how i wanted to put things across um and i think i think the i've just worked out and, and this is please don't anybody think that i'm bragging in this i'm absolutely not i'm just being absolutely honest i've just counted that i had 17 holidays last year <laughs> uh, I mean, that, I think, that might be more times than i've been on holiday total in my life yeah, yeah. Well, I, I might have told you that I've got 14 planned, I think, but it ended up being 17. Now, when I say holidays, you know, some of these were one night overnight. Some of them oh, okay, were, okay. do you know what I mean? What I mean is time away in an hotel or, okay. or somewhere where there would be um, multiple temptations, really. So there were 17 holidays, in inverted commas, plus I had uh, three parties. Um, well, did I have three? Yes, I had three parties. Um, so I think it was probably a bit unrealistic to think that I was going to maintain at the end of the year. But I had to think that I was going to, or else, as I'd said to you at the time, I could think to myself, I'll not use, you know, the F word, but, you know, F it, I'll just start again next January. And we talked about that, didn't we? You know, yes. I could just think, let's just either get out of the group and join again in January or stay in the group and I'll just start again in January. But I didn't do that. And what I tried to do, tried to do, and I think I failed, but, but I think there's a, a success story underneath it, is that I tried my best to continue eating healthily and um, doing all the things that I've learned on this program in between times. And that's what I tried to do. So when I was not on holiday or not at a party, then I was doing what I'd been doing all along. So I never actually lost the plot, if you know what I mean. Yes. I never I never sort of thought, it don't really matter. It don't really matter. I've got all these things coming up. So I'm just going to have a whale of a time and I'll start again in January. I never actually thought that thought. All I kept thinking was, just keep on going and just try your best. Just keep on going and just try your best. Um, and what I wanted to report is, is not good news, but it's also not bad news, as in, I'd got to the point where I'd lost almost four stone, and that was in on April the 12th last year. I know that date because it's on my phone, and I'll tell you more about that later. But um, April the 12th, I'd lost almost four stone. And as at today, I've put one stone seven back on again. Mm. So that's that's really bad on one hand. It's really bad that I'm, you know, I've put on one stone seven pounds. But I haven't put on nearly four stone, you know, I, or I haven't put on five. You know, I haven't gone back and gone back to square one or even beyond square one, wh whatever that is. What's that minus one or something? <laughs> you know, I've not gone to that point. And I think I could have easily, easily done that with the food and the drink that was on offer and the lack of opportunity to do the walking, 
that's in, in inverted commas as well. You know, I could have made the, more of an effort for that, I guess. Um, but it, I didn't, you know. So I think I, I think it's sort of a, um, a I'm, I'm going on this podcast to admit that I didn't do what my aim was. You know, my goal was to stay the same. But I wanted to try and reflect on it and say, but I don't think I did that bad either. Um, well, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? I completely agree. So one stone, seven went back on, but that's without you losing the plot. Imagine how much would have gone on, like you say, if you did just say, oh, screw it. Oh, what's, what's it matter? I'll start again in January. Oh, will you? Because you will, but you'll be, you'll be sad <laughs> when you restart. You won't be happy when you restart, will you? How much weight would have gone on? Would it have been yeah. two stone? Would it have been three? Would it have been back to square one? Would you be in a much worse position than you are now? You definitely would be. Yes. So it, did you achieve the goal? No. But does anybody achieve all their goals all the time? No. Did you try your best though? Yes, you did. Did you enjoy all your holidays? Yes, you did. And are you happy about it now? Yeah. You, like you're saying, it's not the best ever that it could have been, maybe. It's, these are all like parallel universes that we're talking about, yeah. isn't it? Because you can only really do what you can do when it turned out how it turned out. But could it have gone a different way? Of course it could have. It could have gone for better or for worse, but you're pretty pleased with how it turned out and that's good, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think the big negative is that obviously we're back in winter now. And last time I was in winter, I had a different set of clothes, and those clothes I'm now struggling to get into. And um, okay, yeah. you know, I I, um, I bought two winter coats. I think I put this on one of the uh, check-in posts. I bought two winter coats in the sale um, when Debenhams was closing down, and they fit me perfectly. You know, proper woolen coats that have got buttons on, not zip up. Um, anorak things with proper woolen ones I got them out of the wardrobe with the labels still on and everything I can't fasten them I can't fasten either of them and that's really disappointing because you know when I bought them in the winter time you know sort of March time last year or something they fit me and now this year they don't fit me and it's easier to wear to cover yourself up I think in winter as well so a lot of the stuff I've got like this is a really baggy top and things but that those coats tell a story and I don't like that story that they're telling and also I look at myself in the mirror and I feel as if I look as if I'm back at square one I can't explain that that's something psychological in me I don't look at myself in the mirror and think well I'm not I'm not actually that bad I look and I feel as if I'm back to square one and yet the scales absolutely, definitely are not back to square one in, in any shape or form. But I feel as if I can see that in the mirror. That's weird as well, isn't it? Yeah, so it's affecting you proportionately more psychologically than it is physically, maybe. Mm-hmm. That's, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So, so I think the other thing that I wanted to sort of add on to this is why why did I only put on a stone and a half? Why didn't I just think and many, many, many times over my, my dieting life, you know, and uh, we've had this conversation before, you know, as I've just said, I was 60 last year and I've been dieting since I was probably 11 years old. So I've been dieting pretty much all of my life. Why this time did I, did I not just think, oh, well, I'll just start again in January? And I think there's two big things there. But I've thought about this a lot. I think one is the education that I have had through this program, that um, it's been di- different to me, completely different to anything that I've ever done before. And I feel more educated and therefore more understanding of what I can have and can't have. And the fact that, you know, if I do go, go and walk, 
they'll make things better, if you know what I mean. It, it will be better if I, I walk than not walk with what the kind of things that I were eating. So things like that and, you know, the protein side of things and and uh, just just so much from the, the uh, food perspective, but from the um, mental attitude, um, you know, way of thinking, then I think I've learned so much that it's, it, would ever, it would always be hard now to undo what I've actually learned. So I think that was one thing. And I think the other thing, which is a key thing, the other thing I wanted to sort of touch on today is that I remained an active member of the group. And what I mean by that is I didn't just pay my monthly subscription. I, I remained an active member of the group. I didn't go on as many Zooms and um, I think I was, you know, a good attendee at those Zooms in the past and I, I've not been on those. And I don't really know why I haven't, but I haven't. Um, but other than that, I've still checked in most days. I've still put comments on. I've still tried to support other people. And basically, I have, um, I've, become, I've continued being an active member of the group. And the reason I'm saying that as well is because recently I know of three people who will remain nameless who have sort of said to me, you know, I'm, I'm sort of, and this is not, not necessarily people who are members of this group. They might be, they might not be, so I'm not going to tell you who they are. But three people I've had conversations with who have basically said, um, I'm not getting anything out of the group anymore. So just letting you know that I'm going to be quitting the group. And it's not, it's not for me to say, um, to them, oh, what are you doing that for? And don't be daft and don't be stupid. It's completely up to them what they do. But what I want to say to them is, you're not getting anything out of the group, but what are you putting into the group? What are you actually, what are you putting in? And what are you hoping to get out that you're not getting out? Because I do truly believe that you get out of life what you put in, 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 any, in any respect. You know, and, you know, my mother always says things, you know, when there's wrong people around, she always says, you know, it'll come back at them, it'll come back at them. You know, she doesn't use words like karma or what have you, but she'll say things like that, you know, it, it'll, you know, they'll get their come up and sort of thing. And I just think, you know, that with when people say, I'm not getting out of it what I want, I'm not getting out of it what I expected. I just think of the people that I'm thinking of and thinking, I don't, I don't see you ever putting anything into the group. Mm -hmm. So why, why would you get anything out of the group that you don't, that you don't put in? And this, as I said, this is not necessarily this group I'm talking about. Uh, you know, one of the people definitely is not in this group. They're, they're in a, a completely different group. And I know from my past, mass, massive past experience that you leave a group and I'm telling you now, this time next year or even this time in six months' time, you'll wish that you hadn't because you will think, well, I might not have been doing much in the group, but at least it was keeping me in check or at least it was keeping something in my head, even if I just glanced at the, you know, their, their website or their, their checking post or get, went to a weekly meeting or whatever. At least I was conscious that I was a member of a group. Something isn't it? Absolutely. And it's the whole corset thing that we've talked about before, about whether you've got this corset on or whether you've got the corset off, you know, and you have the corset, you know, laced up to the to the hilt, or you take the corset off and throw it, throw it over the garden fence. And so I think being a part of the group and the knowledge and education that I've gained as being 
an active member of the group is what has kept me from not going back to square one. And that is my sort of my analysis of the situation. It doesn't mean that I'm, I'm, yeah, I've only put on a stone and a half. I'm not happy about it at all. But I think I could have been a lot worse. That was an epic speech. Thank you. We've got quite a lot of points to go through there. I, there are quite a lot of things that I would like to talk about and expand upon. Um, and you just reminded me of two other members in the group who you would know, um, who were just mentioning to me the other day that they'd both been quote unquote, getting back on it after Christmas and the weight's coming down and it's coming down really nicely. And they feel neither positive nor negative about it because half of them is thinking, yes, I've lost four pounds. And the other one's thinking, yeah, but I'm still 10 pounds up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's, I understand what you mean where you're, you're happy yeah. about the way it's gone, but that still doesn't mean that you're not looking for more progress and more positivity as well, which yeah. is really nice. I completely agree. Um, and just talking about the thing about you saying about people getting out what they put in. People say this to me as well. Um, some people say to me, hey, Connor, um, I'm not doing any of the healthy eating stuff or I'm not participating in the program, so I'm going to leave. And that kind of, that makes sense in, in one way, doesn't it? That makes sense in a way. Like if you're not doing anything about it, then okay. Why? Like, like your gym membership. What's the point of having a gym membership and not going? Yes, yeah, exactly. But on the other half of it, I mean, you can quit. You know, like if people say to me sometimes, oh, I'm not doing any of the healthy eating stuff, so my weight's going not going down, so I'm going to leave. I mean, yeah, okay, you can. Or you could do it, <laughs> you know? I mean, or you could do it, you know? <laughs> because that's what people came to do and they've tried not doing it already and they know that that doesn't make them happy. You've tried not bothering and saying, oh, I don't care about this anyway. Oh, it's too hard. Oh, it's not for me anyway. Oh, it's my metabolism. Oh, it doesn't matter anyway. I'll just not. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And it's, it's built up enough negativity in someone's life that eventually they've either come to me or a different professional and they've joined a program to do something about it you know, so it's just like you said, it, it's going to go straight back to where it was, because if they go back to old previous habits of no support and of pretending they don't care or not, not trying or not putting in any effort or trying to have any control over the food or lifestyle or positive habits, then doing what you did before got you to where you didn't want to be in the first place, didn't it? So if it's you do yes. what you always do, you get what you always get. And then people go back yep. to where, where they were before and where they were before was unhappy. And then they start searching for another solution, don't they? And it just goes on in this cycle forever. And it's really difficult. Um, really what you've got to do is learn to surf the waves of the ups and downs, exactly like you've done. You've yep. got to accept that I don't know, I think it's other fat loss programs give people this terrible, and other personal trainers and probably nutritionists as well, give people this terrible perspective of they think like, right, how much weight do you want to lose? And the person's like five stone, and then they go, okay, three, two, one, set off. And people just yeah. expect people to just go all the way to the end, losing weight every single week from now until it's done. Really, it's, really that's not real life, is it? Like you're saying, we're talking realistically. That might be idealistic, we might like it if that happened, if you lost a pound or two every week to the goal, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? But in, in reality, who manages that? Even on our fat loss program, I'll call it out basically the easiest fat loss program that exists. There could be others that are equally easy as our program, but there can't be any that are easier because we have less rules than any other program that exists, don't we? We have to manage calories overall because that's the law of the universe. Yeah. I have no other strictness or stringencies really, do I? And I no, no, but, sorry to interrupt you, but no, 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 this piece now though. But I think the difference with this program, and this is a positive and a negative, but you can make it into a positive quite easily, is that 
people have to tell you what it is that they want. Yeah. And I don't think people do. So on, on lots of other programs, there's a structure and a framework and a routine. You know, you go there, you get wage, you fill in your book, you go and sit down, you do this, you do that, you have the person do this, everybody claps, blah, blah, blah. You leave, you go home, you come back again the week after. It's a bit of a, a, a solid, uh, what do I mean? Repetitive structure that you do yes. and that you do it. With our programme, I don't think it is that. Yes, there's the weekly checking post and there's the daily thing and everything. But I've always said to people who have joined because of me, you have to tell Connor what you want out of it. If you say to Connor, and I've heard people, all sorts of people, Connor, as you will know, on, on the Zoom and everything, say, is it all right if I send you a picture of every meal that I have? And you'll go, yeah, fine, that's good. If that's how you want to do it, then I'll support you in that. If, if the people say to you, I don't really like Facebook, do I have to use Facebook? You say, no, you don't have to use Facebook at all. If that's what you want to do, don't use Facebook. People will say to you, um, Connor, can I have daily chats with you? And you'll say, if that's what you want, let's work that out. What I mean is you provide to them, I think, a bespoke service as that's to what... I what try to do they, for sure as much as I can. Yeah, what mm -hmm. they want. The problem is people don't say what they want and then say afterwards that they're not getting what they wanted out of the programme. Yes, I understand completely, yeah. Do you, you get what I mean? I'm not saying everybody. I'm just saying of some of the people that I've been talking to, then that's the kind of thing. I'm not getting what I want out of the program. Well, what did you want? Well, I expected more of X. Well, did you say that you wanted X? Well, well, I don't think I did, or I might have. Or Well, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? Of course I do, yeah. This is why I always say to people in the consultation, the last thing I always round off every single chat that I have with somebody who's either joining the program or thinking about the joining the program, I say to them, the number one most important thing is that you feed back to me. Because I can't, I don't, I don't, you know, it's not, my head is bald, but it's not crystal bald, you know? I can't feel through the ether whether you need support. So some, pe some people literally think, oh, I'm really struggling on the program and Connor's not messaging me. Sometimes I have to say to them, but did you message me or anything saying that you needed support? And they're like, no, I'm like, well, how? How do I know? <laughs> you know, it's, this, it's an online program. This program exists through the internet. I'm not in your house, you know, yeah. or so if people don't feed back to me, then obviously, or, or to any of the sporting coaches or to the group in general, like you're saying, then their needs won't be understood and then they can't be met, can they? And there's not, there's not really much I can do about this. I write posts into the group every single day saying, please reach out for support. Don't yeah. I? Basically, every day I write at least one post saying, are you struggling? Message me. Do something about it. Reach out. Comment something. Just. I mean, if somebody turns around and says, I, I can't get on with an online programme, I think that's a valid point because it is an online programme. You know, yeah. and, and you, you know, I prefer to go and get weighed once a week in front of somebody. Well, we don't do that. Yeah. So there's, there's certain things that if people say, I prefer to go and sit and clap and, and you know, get weighed and somebody writes it down in a book. Well, then that's the programme they need to go for, don't they? Because yes, they're not going to get that here. But, I, but some of the things, as I said, that I hear is it wasn't really giving me what I wanted or it's not really what I expected. Well, what did you, you know, and you go through this sort of thing. Once again, it's not for me to talk somebody into staying or, or joining or leaving or whatever. It's everybody's mm -hmm. an adult and everybody's up to them what they do. But I just think sometimes I find it just a little bit frustrating that people will say things like, you know, it's not what I expected. I'm not getting what I wanted. And you think, 
you know, <laughs> what have you done about that first before you've taken the decision? And like we've said before, it's probably not that reason at all. It's probably another reason. It's, yeah, it's probably a multitude of reasons, isn't it? But I understand what you're saying, yeah, and people can get out of the programme really whatever they want. And some people do want only a little out of it. Like some people yep. just want me to tell them their goals and they just follow it. Some yes. people want to, some people check in with me every day, if not twice a day. Yep. Some people, literally, you know, messaging back and forth. Some people join all the Zooms, some people join none. Um, we're going to have in-person meetings again soon. Um, I'm looking for locations right now for this. Some people are going to come, some people aren't. You know, so it's kind of like you said, people get out of it what they put in and I always, I always encourage people as well like some people say to me oh in, in the past a couple of people have said oh I'm leaving the program because I don't like the group or community it's very rare that people don't like it but some people it's just not their thing in general I don't think it's anything yeah. against us specifically but people don't yeah. like it and sometimes I have to remind people that it's not about this it's not about zoom it's not about checking in it's not about anybody else in the group it's not about whether you've made friends or not some some people have said to me oh but i haven't made any friends in the program i say i'm fucking surprised anybody's made any friends because that's not the idea the idea is you eating better have we gotten yeah. confused somehow yeah. we're getting off, somehow we're getting off track here with what's important either you're you're eating more vegetables than you were before or you aren't <laughs> i mean this is it's not about facebook it's not about yeah. calorie counting oh i don't like using my fitness but all right it's got nothing to do with this does it? Yeah. It's yeah. you eat. You either eat better or don't, and you feedback to me. <laughs> this is yeah. this is the yeah. process. If either of those two things don't happen, if the person doesn't eat better or make any changes, then nothing will happen and it won't work. Or if they don't feed back, then long term they won't be able to get support. They won't understand how the program works. They won't be involved yeah. in it, and yeah. then it won't get through to the end. So there's only I, I literally tell every every person there's only two things you've got to do, and it's not even to be fair. The first one's not even eat better. I tell them just try, and then feedback. Just yeah. try, because if you try, if you try to eat better and you can't, then tell me why you can't, and then we can fix it. Yeah, yeah. You can try to eat better, and if you can, then feed that back. So if if you try and make a couple of changes, we'll chat about what those changes could be in a minute. Try it. If it does work, feedback. If it doesn't work, feedback. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but I think I think that the key thing that uh, you know I don't want to go off about people who are leaving or, or whether they should leave or they want to get out of it or whatever. I'm talking really about myself and. You know, selfishly, that's what I wanted this podcast to be about me, but about my experiences and, and whether they will help other people or not. Mm. And I think the key thing that I'm saying is, even though I could see the scales creeping up, and, and they have crept up, you know, there was no sort of after Christmas £10 on. This has crept up a pound, two pound, a pound, two pound, since, as I say, last April right through to uh, almost the end of January. It's crept up and eventually it's like a stone and a half. But the key thing I think, I, you know, I was trying to get across was that I remained a part of the group and I tried to remain an active part of the group. So not just a paying member of the group, but still tried to watch what other people were doing, still tried to listen to some of the um, uh, um, podcasts, listen to watch some of the videos again. I tried to, you know, start watching the videos again. So still tried to keep reinforcing in my mind that I'm part of this group and I'm still part of the group and I'm not going to let that go. Because I think one of the other things that a, a couple of people have said to me is, well, well, I know how it works now, so I can leave the group. And that's the whole thing that we've talked about before with the whole ABC thing, isn't it? It's not necessarily just the knowledge. Having the knowledge and knowing how to count calories, I've known that since we well, as 11. Yeah, you know, and I was in 1980. Like, Come on now. Yeah, you know, my little calorie book that we've talked about before, you know, that my mom yeah. gave me. Uh, I knew how to count calories at the age of 11. So mm -hmm. it, it's not about 
sucking out all the knowledge that's on offer in this mm-hmm. group and then thinking, well, I don't need to pay now because I've got all that knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, it's much bigger than that, isn't it? Yeah, it's not about knowing what to do. It's about what you're actually going to do about it, isn't it? One of yeah. them's knowledge and the other one's experience, wisdom and support and action and application, isn't it? These are not the same things. Everybody knows what to do. If There's not, there's not many people that are get, getting stuck at, I actually don't know how to lose weight. Some people, yes. sure, maybe some people don't understand healthy eating. Maybe some people don't understand calories or they don't understand exercise and movement. That's going to be yeah. a real thing. But that's not the vast majority of people. Most people have heard before, eat less, move more. Yeah. If I, I, I say to most people, like, because I don't, I try not to assume things about people if possible. So I say to most people, do you know what calories are? 99% of people say yes. To what extent they know what calories are, okay, that's a variance. But people have seen that on the front of a pack, there's a number written. And the higher it is, <laughs> you know, the more... You know, people either assume the worse for it is it is for your health, or the more weight it gains you, or something. Some something. Some people have got some most uh, kind of an idea at least of what yeah. calories is, or how weight management and body fat loss works. But they still either can't or aren't doing it, isn't it? Mm. It's not. It's not about yeah. knowing what to do, or, or or in a way it is. It's not about knowing what to do in the practical aspect. It's about knowing how to actually get it done, and that's kind of a different thing. Like yes. in one of like in one of my public videos the other day. I said that technically, on the Slum Society Facebook page, I said that technically fat loss is really simple. It's just a calorie deficit. And I said, technically, that's like climbing a mountain and saying all you've got to do is put one foot in front of the other. I mean, yeah. techni- I mean technically, yes. If, to climb Mount Everest, all you've got to do is put one foot in front of the other, and if you don't stop, you'll get there. But in the most simplest way of thinking about it. Yeah. The practical application of that, though, is not the same. No. No, go try it. Go, go turn up at the bottom of Everest and try and walk up it. You'll die. <laughs> you know, you have to be yeah. trained for these things. You need a guide. You need a Sherpa. You need a map. You need to understand where you're going. You need to take breaks along the process and allow yourself to acclimatize to it. You need to prepare for bad weather and obstacles and all this kind because it's going to get rocky at some point, isn't it? There's going to be a lot more to it in the practical application. It is going to be one foot in front of the other many, many times until you get there. But yeah. like you're yeah. saying, it's a lot bigger than that. Well, I mean, that that video that you did the other day, um, I think it was on the public page, that was the one about, um, you know, pints of beer versus, um, oh, yeah. uh, you know, um, gin or whiskey or whatever. Yeah. You wouldn't say a single thing in that video that I didn't already know. Not a single thing. Mm-hmm. But it really, really registered and resonated with me. And I think that's because I'm a visual person. You know, I like to see something. I like to see somebody. I like to people to talk to me. And I'm not very good at reading things and absorbing it. I like to, you know, watch something or, or, um, or you know, see somebody's face and that. And I thought, you know, I took, gave you the feedback afterwards. I thought the way that you'd done it was amazing and brilliant, you know, with the, the, the way that you'd done it with, you know, calories coming up on the left-hand page or right-hand page, and then you went off to the gin distillery and what have you. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, I... There was nothing, I, I, I talked to about four friends about this. There were nothing to do with this programme, you know, but I was just saying that there was nothing in it that I thought, I never knew that, I never knew that. But somehow it registered with me to the point that I went away last week and decided to start trying gin instead yes. of like, my usual <laughs> lager. Even though all the time I know that having gin and slimline or whatever is so much better calorie-wise as well as carbs and all, you know, the effect that it has on you with reflux and all the rest of it. I know all that, but I still go into a pub and order my pint of lager and lime. But suddenly I thought, do you know what? I'm going to try this. And there <laughs> it is. 
<laughs> they, you know, ended up having four gins or something. But, you know, four gins and the, the slimline versus four pints of lager and lime. Oh, it's huge. probably four, four times, like two to four times less calories, either half or a quarter as many, isn't it? Yeah, Maybe. yeah. Oh. But what I mean is, I knew all that. So I could say, well, why, why did I need to listen to that video for, for somebody to tell me? Yeah. Well, I don't know why, but but that's the fact. And okay, I could have watched that anyway because it was on the public page. But I wouldn't have. If I wasn't part of the programme, I don't think I would have. But, you know, obviously other people do. But, yeah, it's not just knowing it. Like you say, it's, it's the application of it. And then it's looking at people's comments underneath and other people saying things about it that then it mm -hmm. becomes more real or uh, in some ways, doesn't it? Yeah, I completely agree. When I first started making online videos, which was many years ago, after I'd done about five, and I was doing one a day, so after about five days, my father calls me and says, well, what are you going to do now? And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, you've made five videos, and that's about all the good points, isn't there? People should eat less, they should move more, they should eat some protein, vegetables are good. <laughs> We've done one other video that I've forgotten, and now what are you going to say? And, 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 and I'm literally there 4,000 videos later, and that's not really an exaggeration. It's somewhere in the range of 4,000 videos later. And actually, if you boil it down, I only really have one point, and it's that you should eat less calories. I yeah. mean, every, every video I've ever made only has one base underlying point, is that you should eat less calories. But I'm just yeah. like a spider that's so far spun 4,000 webs, and eventually yeah. I'm going to catch you. Eventually I'm going to yeah. get you in one. Um, that's the only thing I actually am very frustrated about is that you don't get a notification when you do do videos. Oh, do you, uh, know, do you know you know why that is sometimes now? Because you know those new videos I've been making where it's edited. You do yeah. get a notification when I go live on Facebook, or you should do if if Facebook's working correctly and you've got the fan things followed properly. Like you can you can choose like Slim Society page or the group as like a favorite on your Facebook. So it notifies you and always shows you up at the top. But anyway, um, when I go live, it should do, but those videos, new ones I've been making, I've been editing them and uploading them after. You don't ever get a notification for them. I well, I don't get notifications when you go live and I never have, but maybe, mm. and I thought I've got all the settings right, but maybe I need to relook at that because I know a lot of people have said in the past that they don't get them. So I've mm -hmm. just assumed that you know, it was one of those foibles of Facebook. But if there is a way of doing that, I need to do that because I used to get a lot out because I used to look for those when I first joined. Mm -hmm. And then I used to either join in when they were live or, you know, watch them afterwards. And I just don't seem to do that now. And they're really very motivating as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, part of that may be also because I did take a break from, from that over the Christmas period as well. I took a little bit of a, a rest time like everybody else. So there actually was less live videos. So that might be also contributing to why you feel like you've seen. But if you've not been getting any notifications ever, that's definitely wrong. There should have been. If no. you've got all the followed things, unless it's a Facebook error, which sometimes... I get notifications when you post in there. Yeah. No, I get notifications when there's the um, evening check-in. I get notifications when you put a post on there. I just oh, okay. don't get anything to do with the um, the live videos. I can't say I know. I'm not. Um, I get, I'm not a Facebook expert. I can't say I know why that bit. Would yeah, well, I'll have it notifies some people. Yeah. <laughs> at least maybe yeah. it choose. I don't know whether it chooses different people. Whether it doesn't bug you all the time. I don't know how it works. To be yeah, honest, could be. I'll have another look at um, that anyway. Another analogy that's similar to what we were just saying is. You know, like people, if somebody said, oh, I know what to do now, though, so why do I need help? Yeah. It's, it's kind of like asking somebody, I need more money, what should I do? And then they, they would say, save more than you spend. 
you know, if that was just it, that's just the end of the conversation, you'd be like, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, but, <laughs> like, how? What do you mean? How does that actually work? Yeah. How can it? It's not that yeah. easy, is it? And the answer is no, it's not that easy. There's one million different variables, isn't there? Like mm -hmm. if, if somebody was a financial advisor, how many flipping Facebook Live videos could you make about financial advice for people? Is it thousands? It definitely is, isn't it? Yeah. Even though they've only got one point. You need to spend a bit less and you need to try and either make a bit more or spend a bit less. They're basically two variables that yeah. you can work with, isn't it? That's the same as what we're working with. You can either intake yeah. a bit less or you can burn a bit more. But it's all the variables about people's lives and all the ups and downs and the positives and negatives and the stresses and struggles and the obstacles and the, oh my God, you know, all of it. That's what we're talking about all the time, making it actually real life, being real people, where you're oh. just a dieting robot, where you, somebody can just say, you should eat less, and you're like, oh, really? I didn't realize. Okay, fine. <laughs> and then you just do Revelation. it. And, oh, yeah. revelation. Oh, thank you. I didn't realize. <laughs> Suddenly I am enlightened and all was cured. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? The, the, the other big thing, though, is it's really, really hard now mm. to get myself onto the dieting wheel again or whatever whatever word. And it's mm, exactly what you just described about somebody saying they'd lost four pounds and then saying, yeah, but I put 10 on. You know, for me now, I've got a, I've got a psychologically uphill battle because yes. I've got to lose the stone and a half before yes. I get back to where I was before. Yes. And none of it's exciting anymore. Yes. So the third time round, you know, who's this Connor Rhodes and what are these six steps to slim? And I've got all these videos to watch and I can look at my fitness pal and there's mm. all these different things mm. that are all new and, you know, a new slimming routine, a new way of doing it, a new whatever. And suddenly for a lot of us at the minute, at this time of year, when you're starting again or going back again or whatever, it's not exciting anymore. No, it's, it's real life. Yeah. It's time to knuckle down, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Fun and games yeah. are over. Now it's healthy eating people. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But what I've done, and I don't know whether a lot of people do this or whether it's just me or whatever, but the only way that I can psychologically um, keep going, if that's the right word, is that I set my fitness pal so that the lowest weight that I'd been was on my like checking thing so that I can explain it. It doesn't tell me how much I've lost so far. It tells me how much I've put on since my lowest. Okay. Does that make sense? It so does. you know on my on my fitness pal yeah. you get you get weighed in the morning for example and it'll say right. your weight and then it tells you how much you've lost and then you can okay. sorry not in my fitness pal ignore ignore what I've just said not in my fitness pal on my scales on my um oh app for, for my scales right okay. so i go on the scales and it will it will tell you how much um you've lost since a, a moment in time you know and, and you can say either last is it on my fitness pal or is it on my scales um it does it on my fitness pal as well it might do it on your scales as well no i think it's my fitness pal i'm almost sure it's my fitness pal i'm gonna have to have a look now um i'm almost sure it's my fitness pal where it does it no, no, it's not. It's it's on it's on my scale. So I've got my my scale thing. So it tells you that you can put in a date from right, and then each each time you get weighed, it tells you that since you um put in that from date, this is how much you've put on, or this is how much you've lost. So that was going up, you see, for me, and it was going up like you've lost two and a half stone, you've lost three stone, and then it had come up with like a 
um, you know, congratulations thing or what have you. And then you'd say it's lost three and a half stone. But now I've set this to the 10th of April, which is when I was at my lowest weight, 10th of April last year. So that now it tells me how much I'm up on my lowest weight. Okay, interesting. And are you saying you're finding this more motivating or...? Yeah, yeah. Okay. In a bizarre kind of way, because otherwise, if it tells me that I've still, you know, I'd lost nearly nearly four stone, but I've still lost two and a half or what have you, I think that psychologically makes me think I've got loads of wiggle room. <laughs> okay, I see where you're going with this. Do, do you know what I mean? Well, I'm, oh. I'm still doing really well. well. I'm still doing really well. Whereas I look at that and think, you, I mean, as out this morning, it's one stone eight up. And I can so, see that that's one stone eight up. So you're which, making it bully you. Yeah. <laughs> it me. I'm making it, you know, making me look, and it tells me that my BMI is up four since then. And Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's up. All right. All, all these numbers are up by this number mm. since... Rather than since, down from start, it's up since best. I get it. Yes, yes. Mm. So it's, it's, I don't know, you know, I don't know if anybody else would think like that, but for me, it's better than thinking, I know, but I'm still better off than what I was. Yes, considering where you have been and where you could be, if yeah. you find that more positively motivating, that makes sense. That makes sense, of course. And I'm not against anything that helps, well, unless it's dangerous in some way, but beside the point. If, if anything's helping you feel more motivated, no matter which way around you've got anything, really, that we do, then good. We want to get all the motivation we can get, can't we? Um, which is why I've coming back to what we first started saying. Which is why I've taken this leap to do this personal training, because everything else in the program is like being there, done that, being there, done that, tried everything, got to mm. now start thinking about it all over again, and it's not really exciting anymore, and blah 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 blah. But, Mr. Connor Rhodes, you have been telling me ever since I met you, which is probably <laughs> scary. Coming up to, oh, I don't know how many years. Um, you know, and, and it's not for me to tell you what to do, Lynn, but you would be better off if you did do just a little bit of exercise <laughs> or <laughs> something like that, you. words like that. Just because I love you. And I've all. said, not interested. But <laughs> 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 I've gone, Connor, don't matter how many times you say it, not interested. I've started walking, and that's about as much as it's going to be, except, of course, I've stopped walking since lockdown was lifted, so that, that's a whole different thing. And then each time I've met you or each time I've talked to you, you've said, I know you're saying all this, Lynn, but it would be a bit better, a little bit better if you just did some personal I know, training. I pull that card on you about once every three months, don't I? Every Periodically, yeah. once every three months. <laughs> but, but the big thing that I want to say about this is, all I could think about when you said training was going to a gym. And I've done that several times before and just just did not like it. All I can say is just not for me, just going going somewhere like that, going to a swimming bath, going to whatever, just doesn't interest me. Going to a Zumba class, I've done yeah, I have done that, or keep fit class, whatever. It's just just never really um, floated my boat at all. Uh, so I've never really enjoyed it. But also, I was of the impression, and this is the big, big thing, I was of the impression that what was the point in just going and doing a keep fit class once a week or a Zumba class once a week or going to the gym once or twice a week or whatever? Surely this is something that you'd have to do every day for the rest of your life. And I haven't got the energy, the inclination, the motivation, the money to do all of that. And then to me, that 
you only needed to do one session for one hour a week to make a difference. I just think that that is phenomenally news to me, phenomenal news. I mean, how come I never knew that before? Oh, good. <laughs> well, that's that's positive. Um, you were you were breaking up on the line for for a little bit there. Um, what oh. I think we sh what I think we should do is I'll just end this Zoom meeting and then call you back on a new one. Do you think? Hey, could you hear me then? You just froze then. Yeah, see, this is what I mean. <laughs> it's just freezing up a little bit on the internet. So we'll just try and do the old method of we'll, we'll take out the cartridge, blow in it, and then plug it back in. So I'm just going to end this Zoom meeting, send you a new link, and we'll start it again. Um, and just carry on the conversation from where it was at. Does that sound okay? Yeah, okay, fine, yeah. All right, yeah. good. One second then. Thank you. Bye. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Welcome back. Hopefully that improves the signal. Hey, we just both started lagging out on each other for some reason. Yeah, it's me though i've got such a dreadful signal in this house i also do i also do um i've said this before but i'm in a listed building here where no companies i've asked every company and they've applied if the walls can be drilled through to put new faster cables in to get me faster internet here um the answer has always been no and now but i'm moving house anyway <laughs> um so hopefully I'll get faster internet too. Anyway, I remember your question. And even though you were um, lagging a little bit, I didn't understand what you said. You said that you had this um, sort of notion in the past that you thought you were going to have, to have to exercise absolutely loads to get any results out of it. And you just didn't have time, energy, inclination, desire, you know, any, any of it to do any and all of that. And then we were talking about it. And I said, nah, if you do it once a week for an hour, you can get, actually get great results. And I'm not lying. Literally, I'm not lying. Um, a couple of years ago, quite a few years ago now, actually. I didn't used to be a runner. I'd never basically ran. I did other forms of exercise, but not running. I was rubbish at running. Um, so, I, so I just decided, oh, I'll start running once a week. At first, I started off with five kilometers and I could not run five kilometers. I had to walk at least half of it. I had to run a bit, walk, I'd run one street and then, or jog one street and then yeah. walk one street, basically, and then do a, jog a street, walk a street. After five runs once a week, I could run the entire 5K without stopping. After another five runs, I could do 10 kilometers and I could do 10 kilometers in under an hour. So in only one session a week for 10 weeks, I could then run 10 kilometers in under an hour, which is a decent, it's a decent time. Um, you know, that's just on once a week. And I use an analogy sometimes of like, imagine if you had one driving lesson a week, would you learn to drive? Yeah, you would. <laughs> would, it be, would, it be, would it be faster if you did two driving lessons a week? It would. But, <laughs> you know, you'd still learn to drive on one lesson a week. And it's the same with exercise. You can actually get fantastic results, whether it's fitness, not really for fat loss, because you can't burn that many calories in one hour a week. You can burn probably 400 to 600, depending on how fit you are in an hour. If you like athletes can do like 800 or something. If you're just starting out three or 400, if you're a beginner, you know, if you if you're more mediumly advanced, maybe you can burn five or 600, something like that. Maybe I could burn five or 600. So in one hour a week, what difference is that gonna make? Not none, but not loads. You'd actually lose roughly one pound every two months if, if everything else was like, like you were at calorie even level. Um, yeah. so for, fat, for fat loss, not great, but for strength, definitely. You can build loads of strength, loads of muscle tone. You can build loads of muscle mass. You can make your bones and joints stronger, etc. Um, on one session a week to, to the point where you'd even, you could get yourself in good shape on just what you'd have to train properly and you'd have to train hard and you'd have to train well, if you're only willing to donate one hour a week to it, or if somebody could, for example, only donate one hour a week to it, you'd have to do it properly and you'd have to do it well. Cause you're trying to get a lot of work into 
and a lot of specific work into one specific hour, but it can definitely be done. Um, if you had fitness goals as well, like mine were for the running once a week, it can work. It can yes. work. Yeah. Yep. Steve said he already felt a bit looser after his for his badminton. The yeah. husband. Yeah. 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 Bit, of a, bit of a stretch out, get your muscles moving in a different way, start strengthening them up a little bit. Immediate benefits, really nice. Yeah. It's good. It's good being a beginner as well at exercise because you get those newbie benefits, those newbie gains that are advanced gains, advanced progress, like you do when you start a new diet. You know, when you get really fast weight loss at the beginning. Yes. You're like, yes. hey, it's the same with exercise. You strengthen muscle mass and fitness go up really fast at the beginning when you start doing like a new exercise program, and then the longer you do it for, kind of it peters out into like small little progress. Yeah, yeah. Like it, like it would be. But you can feed back to us again anyway, can't you? Because you're doing one session a week with me. Let's see. In 10 weeks, yeah. let's see where we yeah. are compared to last time. In fact, today you did the hip touch stretch, which will make no sense to anybody else because it's not the real name. <laughs> That's not its real name. This is just what I call this. Well, it's, it's like an abdominal and hip flexor stretch. You were twice as good as it this week as you were last week, weren't you? I was, I was, yeah. Definitely. And I, you know, for, for anybody that doesn't know me, you know, I do have to say that, you know, I am, I am very overweight. I am a person who didn't even think I could sit on the floor a few months ago. Um, and that was because I didn't think I could, as opposed to I tried and I couldn't, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, and it was you that encouraged me to try to get on the floor and get back off again and realised I actually could do it. So that's nothing to do with the training, really. But um, what I mean is, I'm, you know, for somebody like me to say that I am doing it, or, or I've, you know, made a decision to do it. I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, so you've succeeded in brainwashing me into doing it. Excellent, excellent. And it is a brainwash as well. It's a, it's a brain cleaning and soothing and washing yes. it with, with niceties and positivity washes over yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, it's um, it's something different and something that, I trust you in, in that if, you know, if that's what you say that it will do or make a difference or whatever. And like you say, you know, it's got to be better than doing nothing. But that's, the, you know, as a boss, <laughs> really, um, hasn't it? Yeah. So, you know, doing nothing and then doing something has got to be better. And it's the same with, uh, as we're saying, you know, about the counting calories or eating healthy or whatever. Doing something is better than nothing. Um, yeah. All or nothing usually gets you nothing. Um, yeah. I, try, I try and teach people, try not all or nothing, try always something. Yeah. A little bit all the time. If you're going to resign yourself to, I'll do all of it perfectly or I'll do none, then you'll do none because you won't do anything all of it perfectly. Just pick anything you want in life, you will not do yeah. all of it perfectly. So if you're going to say, I'm, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week or I'm going to have calorie deficit every single day and if I get it wrong once, I'm going to beat myself up and quit. Then I mean, all right then, no one can save you from this self-destruction. You're just going to have to go through this pattern again and again and again until you've learned your own lessons, um, yeah. which is what it's all about really, isn't it? Like I posted, yeah. a quote, I posted a quote into the group the other day that um, got a decent amount of interaction. I'm going to paraphrase slightly, but it said something like, I always like to see when I'm responding better to a situation than I would have in the past. That's what it's all about. That's that's nearly what life's all about, isn't it? Not only fat loss and weight loss, trying yeah. to get better in situations, whether it's good, making good situations better or whether it's making bad situations not as bad, you know, whether you're responding better to stress or whether you're yeah, being yeah. a better husband, wife, partner, whether you're exercising yeah. better, whether you're doing better in, you know, everything that you do in life, always trying to I do mean, a little I think like, you just made me think now about like two or three things that I think have been ingrained in me since I started this program that 
I, I don't think I'll ever change. One of them is that I now absolutely categorically do not have a latte when I go out. And I know that's really minor. <laughs> it seems to be minor, but I go out a lot. That's yeah. the thing. You know, so every time I go out now, I have an Americano with a splash of milk. I hate mm. it. absolutely hate you it. You hate it. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't, I don't enjoy it. But it's I hate it. Water. I hate this. <laughs> Imagine you get really angry at your own coffee. Do something else then. <laughs> no, no, but I found out that I love it. I, I don't really feel like it. Obviously, I wouldn't have it if I didn't like it. But I mean, it's nothing like latte. That's what that's what I'm saying. But yeah, no, of course. So I don't have lattes now. That's one thing. The second thing that I, I do is 99% of the time, if I'm going to have a cake, I share one with somebody, which Good. I never yes. used to do that before. So I share that. And then one of the things that you once said at some point, somewhere, <laughs> where yeah. or when or whatever, that because cakes are my weakness, that if you know if you're going somewhere and you see these cakes, tell yourself that there'll be some more somewhere else tomorrow, or, yeah. or words to that effect that you can always yeah. get another one tomorrow, unless you're somewhere in another country where they make something that is not available in any other country, and you feel mm-hmm. that you've got to take your opportunity to grab it then. Mm-hmm. then whatever wonderful homemade cakes there are in a shop today, there will be just as many in another shop tomorrow. Even so, today, every day, yeah. right now. I know if you buy all those cakes they've got in that in that cafe right now, they'll just go in the back and get another and put yeah. it out there in front of you and be like, more? It just goes on forever, junk food. Yeah, junk but I know, food. I know that's daft, but it's psychological, you know, because, because I see it and think, oh, they just mm-hmm. look so, it's ages since I've had mm-hmm. something like that. But then, like, say you'll go the day after and they'll have something else just equally as wonderfully sugary and sweet and highly calorific as that one that's in front of you today. So it's not, they're not in short supply, are they? That's what I'm saying. And that's what, that's what you once said somewhere. And I can't remember if it was on one of the videos or something or other. And that stuck with me as well. So I think just little things like that, they're little things, but they're big things because to me, I do socialize a lot and I do go to cafes a lot with people. So having a coffee and a cake and a coffee and a cake or rather a latte and a cake, as many times as I could say yes to, is absolutely so destructive. It really is. It'd be two or three times a day every single day. It'd be 2,000 calories of cake a day. It's just no one can, no one can do that. It's not even anything against you. It's just no, no. one, no one's metabolism can handle that much cake. No. It's, not, it's not real. No. <laughs> and, no. and you're right, you're right about the... I like that little reminder you've just given me and other people about the it's a scarcity mentality kind of thing because yeah. we are we are trained as humans to want to binge eat and gorge all the food as fast as possible and not share because in the past for all of human history the people who did that would have survived better because food was really scarce and it was really hard to get and also fridges didn't exist and neither did preservation you know and neither did tins humans have been around for a minimum 300,000 years we've had fridges for like how many 50 100 maximum. Electricity has been around like 200 years. Before that, you know, most people were living outside or in like tents or like mud houses. You had to consume all the food that you had pretty fast, otherwise it would go off or somebody else would steal it or they might even kill you and take your food or wild animals would smell it and come and then they'll eat you and they might take it as well. And there's no, there's no way of preserving it. So what are you going to do? What would be the best idea in that situation? Eat all of it now, store it as body fat in case we can't get more later, then hide. Don't do anything dangerous. Definitely don't go running. What if you break your leg? There's no hospitals. You'll die. Literally. What if you... What, shoes were rubbish. Imagine if you went running and then you stood on something and then it, you, it spiked into your foot. Then it got flipping infection in it. Now you've got 
dead leg for the rest of your life or you get sepsis and die. Your imagination is unbelievable. This is real life for everybody in the past. This is real life. If you, if you go back before like, I don't even know when, before the industrial revolution, this is just yeah. life for every single person. This is what genetics has built into us. This is why we feel the way that we feel, why we don't want to take risks. We don't want to go anywhere. We don't like meeting new people in case they're dangerous. It's not like that these days. We've got to get over it. You know, it's like that with the food as well. We have this mentality built into us. Get Save loads of food. Keep it at home with you. Don't tell other people about it. No, don't share it. Eat it all now. Eat it all fast. If it's sugary and fatty, that gets absorbed best by the body fat. Then good. That'll keep you warm. So eat all of that, definitely. Not those vegetables. They're not very calorific. So they would be bad for like a caveman. Not as good, would it, as a very calorific item that would keep you alive for longer. So we're wired to feel this way about cake and for your brain to say, get it, get it now. But what if there's not more? You have to say, wait a second, brain. <laughs> we have to use a the logic. There definitely is more. Chill. Okay, chill. You know. Um, and I, I, I really like to think about things like that. There's a famous saying that I like that is, Nothing makes sense in biology except in the light of evolution. And that means everything the way that it is, the way, the way that we feel and the way that we think and the way that our body is and the way that the planet is in terms of its nature and stuff like that. You can, you can find all the answers for the way that it is and why it reacts and responds the way that it does by looking backwards. So it can help us to understand some of our own, own emotional yeah. tendencies towards food and our cravings and why we love food so much and why we can't ever stop thinking about it. You know, it's been yeah. built into us over thousands of years. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And it's so easily available, that's the thing. Now it's different, exactly. Now it, now it's everywhere. The food, food's unlimited. It's so yeah. cheap. There's actually enough food on earth being created right now that nobody has to be hungry. Now we, we don't have a food production issue on the planet. There's enough calories for every single person, definitely. Scientists agree on this. The, the, the problem is distribution and civil wars and other problems that are stopping people getting access to this food like the food's not distributed evenly there's too much of it in like quote unquote yeah. western world countries and there's not enough portioned out or being created or given to or you know spread out nicely yeah. to, other, to other people foods everywhere four donuts for like 40p at tesco oh no yeah even i even i'm in sheffield right now i speak to homeless people sometimes so i just like to give them things and you just chat to people don't you um even they say they don't struggle for food there's a homeless guy called jack he told me if he sits outside tesco he, he, i said to him do you want some food or something he said no i'm okay i said oh really and he was like yeah i'm fine i said he said literally if i sit outside this tesco i can get 10 or 12 sandwiches per day he said no one needs that many sandwiches <laughs> and he's right He's right, isn't he? He could take these sandwiches and probably sell them. <laughs> probably make some yeah. cash. Make some cash. Do you know what I would buy him instead then? Beer. Should you do that or should you not? I just did it anyway. Uh, I asked him what he wanted. He wanted beer, so you get what you ask for, don't you? It's the same as the Fat Island. Loss Program. Moral dilemma there. It's the same as the Fat Loss Program. I know. It is, it is a moral dilemma, isn't it? It yeah. is a moral dilemma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, anything else? Because I know you're actually on a time limit, aren't you? You have places to go. I, I am just only because I'm shed. I want to go for this walk. So it's and Steve's going so, somewhere at four o'clock. So that's why I'm trying to like make sure that I've said everything that I want to say. And I've probably waffled and waffled, and it may not have been slightly interesting to anybody other than me. But um, well, they would have turned it off by now if they weren't interested. So they won't even be hearing. You want to be? Yeah, you should. You should have no anxiety over this. We can say whatever we want because if people haven't liked anything we've said at some point, they've already left. So yeah. it's fine. I'll just finish it by one thing though that I went out last night and uh, <laughs> you know I organised concerts. I'd organised this concert last night and one lady said to me, "Oh, you've lost some more weight, haven't you?" 
what a result, even though I put them on an <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. That's really nice. Always nice to get compliments, isn't it? Yeah, you've lost some more weight, haven't you? I said, nope, it's just this dress. Oh, so you're just it, looking smooth in the dress. I really, I've realised that this one dress that I've got makes me look really thin, so I think oh, I need to buy more of the same dresses. <laughs> <laughs> just in a different colour or something. But, um, I do that with a lot of my clothes. I have this pair of Adidas trainers that I like. I have five pairs of the same shoe in different colours. Oh, no. <laughs> it must be women who do that, buy shoes in different colours. <laughs> <laughs> I just like what I like. When I find one thing that I like, I just stick with it. That's my personality. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right then, Lynn. It's been honestly, it's been great to speak to you again. Um, it's, it's been, been lovely. lovely. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been lovely to catch up. Um, obviously, I've been speaking to you on message and we've been doing the personal training sessions, etc. But it's really nice, and I'm sure the listeners from home have enjoyed having a little re-insight and re-update as to where where you're at and how it's going on the journey now we're just moving back forward aren't we you're back on the yeah you're back on the healthy eating attack you're doing exercise yeah. which is more than ever you're about to go out for a walk you're yeah. mindful you're checking in every day we're on the assault we're moving forward once again it's progress and it's positivity it's moving yes, forward yes ladies and gentlemen you should follow lynn robertson into your version of your own positivity and health Go forth, eat better, do the right things. <laughs> Anything else from you, Lynn? No, thank you. Oh, all right then. Thank you so much. Speak all to right, you then. again soon. Bye. Bye.